discuss right in front of me. Um, just realised I'm I'm actually now. Forgive me if this is too sexy, but I'm actually sat in my pants on my bed, and I've just realised there's a giant rip up the crotch in my pants. So, um, I'll I'll be honest with you, my my balls popped out of my pants. <laughs> anyway, I put them back. They're fine now. We're all fine. Um, I've just had dinner. <laughs> And I had these uh, these Japanese ramen noodles, um, which were absolutely blow your head off hot. Um, it did say, to be fair, the the flavour of them is hot chicken noodles or something. And I thought, well, brilliant. Um, I uh, ate them. I'm not really one for for hot food massively i don't hate it i don't like go out my way to have it and i'm not one of those fucking dickheads sorry excuse my language not one of those people who pretends that i love hot food no you don't no one loves hot food we all just like to show off and that's fine but we all like to show off um you know i don't know actually i've don't mind hot food every now and then but it's you know it's not because it's hot it's usually because of the flavor that comes with it anyway and i also quite like the feeling after you've had something hot except for the fact that right now i feel quite sick because it was so hot um you know boiled the noodles and then opened up the packet and the packet like what came out of the packet was a kind of like this black molasses thing um I kind of dipped my finger in it, put it on my tongue. My tongue became numb immediately, and I thought, okay, brilliant. Um, I had to eat it, so I thought, well, what what can I do to make this better? Um, I put gravy granules and cheese with it, genuinely. And I know that sounds mental. Obviously, there's extra water in there, so the gravy granules kind of you know melted into it all, and the cheese melted into it all, and it basically became spicy chips cheese and gravy noodles and it was amazing but i feel about as ill as you can imagine eating spicy chips cheese and gravy noodles would be um also um you know really tarnishing the the japanese culture there i got them from uh, this shop that i've never been to before but you can buy loads of asian food um so that's brilliant um so i'm not in any major fit state to be recording a podcast i wouldn't think but here we are um my nose is running and um god knows what's going to happen in about 12 hours time when i visit the toilet um and i assume you know if i had any female listeners at this stage they are no longer listening because i've already spoken about um well my 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 balls and the toilet so brilliant um Anyway, if you're still here, come with me on a journey. We're going to talk about a few things today. Um, I might even go to bed now and talk about them tomorrow. That's the beauty of this thing. It all comes out in one go. Yeah. Hello. I wasn't sure whether I was going to go to bed or not, but here I am.
Um, just uh, I record with my earphones, and I just dropped my other earphone into the cat's water bowl, which was swarmed by flies, and presumably hasn't been changed in some time. Uh, so that's an absolute guaranteed ear infection, which I can't wait for. Um, the positive from that is that I've changed the cat's uh, water, which I think is probably vital to her survival, so that's good. Um, I think the first thing, or a thing, I'm going to talk about today is a, a man who I think deserves airtime, he deserves um, discussion, intelligent discussion. Um, he, well, he goes by many names. Um, some call him David, others call him Andrew, um, Peter Bartholomew, Lewis, Angus is one I've heard, Eugene is one that I've kind of tried to bring into the fold. I can understand if it's been rejected largely by by the, the wider um, public, but I think Eugene is a solid name. Um, others may know him as Setters. David, Daniel, Andrew, Jonathan, Peter Lewis, Bartholomew, Setri. Um, he is um, enigmatic in a way, I would say, and um, almost less less a man and more an idea, you know, a, a concept, a, a, a vision that we can all get behind. Um, he's a fascinating man. And I feel like he deserves, he deserves uh, discussion. And the reason I bring him up is because we were, I played a sort of bit of golf on Friday. Um, no, I'm not good at golf. And, and that shouldn't be a surprise to you. But anyway, we played a bit of golf. It was kind of a fun thing wherein you basically play the best shot. You play in a team and you play the best shot and you all hit the next shot and then you play the best shot of that and then you all hit the next shot and you all play the best shot of that. It goes on and on and on. And at the end, this is this is just the perfect bit of David, Daniel, Andrew, Jonathan, Peter, Bartholomew, Angus, Eugene, Lewis, Setri, um, mythology. This is a perfect bit of mythology for you. We we play throughout this whole thing. My team loses, obviously. Um, and it's funny, actually. I don't remember or think I've ever won anything ever. Um, you know, I am born loser. I think I do remember one time I won, I won the beach football at the Port Aaron Regatta. Um, I was, you know, obviously part of a team of vastly more talented football players, but I was kind of there making up the numbers, 
presumably worked hard on the on the tough on the tough pitches. Um, you know, did a lot of digging out of the ball and putting it in the mixer for for the more talented men. Um, but I do remember winning that, and you know, it being one of my most beautiful memories actually. Outside of that, I think my my next biggest thing was I came second in the writing prize at the age of eighteen, and since then I've not won a single thing and I've not come near it. So that's that. Anyway, we lost another thing on Friday. Um, and David Settery's team didn't lose. Of course it didn't. Um, we were playing a playoff at this stage. Or I say we. Obviously me, the team of losers, we weren't playing. We were watching the playoff hole. And um, everyone in David's team had missed the putt. It's a long putt. It's kind of a snaky one. Hard to get. Good players would be happy to sink that. Um, and his team needed it to to remain in the game. Otherwise, they are second place. There was three teams, they would have finished second place. So, um, everyone's expecting kind of the, the, the players in his team who are really quite talented to get it in. They don't. And all the while, and no one quite notices this, but all the while, David, Daniel, Andrew, Jonathan, Peter, Lewis, uh, Bartholomew, Eugene, Angus, Setri is kind of just loitering in the background. He's got a hand kind of clawed around his chin. He's he's thinking. He's just stroking. He's just kind of, you know, having a little having a little play of his of his of his beard hair. He's calculating everything to the nth degree, calibrating. You know, like a machine, more machine than man, some would say. Um, and and we should have known. We should have known. We've seen this before. We've we've heard the stories. David Setry always converts. And lo and behold, he steps up. He steps up to the ball. And this, by the way, is actually true. <laughs> this bit is true. He steps up to the ball. And everyone, I think there's about 13 people there, everyone is giving him abuse, kind of. Everyone's either giving him abuse or basically saying, well, we all know what's going to happen here. I think I... And I probably I regret saying this, but I think I said he can go fuck himself, and I'm sorry about that. But I think I did say that at the time. Um, I'd had um, two cans of beer at that stage. You know, if you've heard the podcast after I had one beer, then you can only imagine how hilarious I was after two. Um, so yeah, I said some regrettable things, and for that I apologise. Um, I did buy him a drink later on, so I feel like that's fair. Um, yeah, he was he was receiving a torrent of abuse. Um, he steps up to the putt. He's giggling a little bit, takes a step back, um, sort of reassesses, goes again, settles on the putt, gets going. Then, and this is the true bit. I mean, it's all true, but this is this is the most true bit. He lifts his head up, looks to the crowd winks and then puts it in 
from miles away. And everyone quite rightly goes mental. We all run around until you get buffeted all over the place. And, you know, what's interesting is it's almost like we live in Dave Setri's world. You know, he knew all along that he was going to make that put. Yes, of course, he took his time to calibrate. He took his time to think about it and measure it up in his head. But he knew. He, he looked up. He gave us all a wink, which I was obviously furious about, but fair enough. And he puts it in. He puts it in. And then later on in the night, if that wasn't enough, by the way, if that wasn't evidence enough that this is Dave Setri's world and we're simply living in it, um, he goes to the fruit machine, which, by the way, this isn't the first time he's been to a fruit machine. It's not his first rodeo. Goes to the fruit machine, wins £80. You know, puts a fiver in, wins 80 Brilliant. Comes back. You know. Buys everyone a drink. At that point, I've had enough. I've had more than enough. I think I might have had four. So I said, oh, I can't. I can't, David. I've, I've got to somehow manage to get home. So I, I had to politely decline. But he did, he was very, he did say, I owe you a drink. And that's very kind of him. But still, yeah. He just wins. You know, as I said before, where I am a loser, haven't won anything in my life, Dave Setri, he wins everything. And I think that's a man that we should all aspire to be like, a winner. So yeah, I just thought I'd briefly discuss that. Um, the next thing I'm going to talk about is crisps, because I'm addicted. <laughs> Okay, so we're here. Um, I was going to do a different jingle for this, and I might still. Um, so here's a little, you know, sneak behind the curtain there for you. I might have done a different jingle. Depends if there is a good jingle. We'll see. If it's a bad jingle, I don't like it. Then, oops, it'll be the normal jingle. Did a burp there. Okay. <laughs> here for something very important. I've been asked by a loyal listener, he goes by the name of Young George, he's a young man, he's, he's called George, and he's handsome as well, which is good. Um, he has asked that I consider to do uh, tier lists, um, which is very lad bible, um, but, you know, whatever. I'm not above Lad Bible, so I'm doing a tier list. <clears throat> and it seems only appropriate that I discuss crisps first. You know, as an absolute fiend for them, someone who um, you know, has committed bad deeds over the idea of crisps, I wanted to, to cover crisps and essentially tell you the definitive answer as to what are the best crisps in the world and what are you know, otherwise average or bad crisps. I haven't spent I haven't spent a lot of time on this, and perhaps I should, and maybe I will revisit at another stage. But here is where I'm at. Firstly, 
I would like to discuss what I consider to be the bad tier. And this is going to upset a lot of people, I know this. But I'm right. Um, unfortunately, you are wrong. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. Um, and that's okay, because we've all been wrong before. You know, as, as much as I'm a loser, I'm not wrong, really, ever. Um, so that's just something that you need to consider. Um, so in the bad tier... Oh, by the way, the... the I made this using kind of like a like a template type thing. It only gives you a certain amount of crisps, so there are things that aren't covered, so I may go off script at some stage. Um, so in the bad tier, first things first, we have chip sticks. Um, I don't mind chip, chip sticks. I think when crushed up, they could be a very nice dusting to something, but... I feel like the the salt and vinegarness of them all. It's all a bit much for me. Um, it's kind of squinty-eyed, in terms of its vinegarness, so it doesn't quite do it for me. It's the bags are too small, um, so it's not nearly enough. You probably need two probably three bags if we're all being honest here to, to scratch any kind of itch and I think that's important I will say that I think it's important so yeah chip sticks they just they're opening up the bad tier for me and that's that's unfortunate I will eat them of course I'll eat them because I'm a psychopath I will eat every single one of the crisps noted on here even if I consider them to be bad crisps because let's get it clear there are no such things as bad crisps there are crisps that I will eat more of than there are crisps than... What? I'm trying to think what I'm going to say. There are crisps that I would eat more of than others. But I will eat them all. That's what I'm trying to say. Next on the list of the bad tier are the... Uh, what is it? Nice and spicy knickknacks. Knickknacks are an odd one. They don't have enough surface area for me. Um... They're an interesting kind of texture, and I'm not sure whether I like it, quite frankly. I'm not. The fact that I can't quite make my mind up on them suggests to me that it's probably a bad thing. You know, I think you, when I look at the tier list, I know, what's, I know what's the god tier, you know? And anything outside of that, the more indecisive I am on them, the more likely they are going to be bad tier. Um... You know, lack of service area means dipping is, is less of a big issue. Um, and they're kind of... It's like they don't really know what they are. It's kind of like a knick-knack is a failed experiment in a crisp. And, you know, the Mr. Knick-knack decided, actually, or Mrs. Knick-knack, um, it is 2020, isn't it? Um, you know, they, they might have decided... Um, actually, we'll just fire it out, shall we? We won't bother trying to make real crisps. We'll just fire out the knickknacks. And that's kind of it. Knickknacks as well, if you think about the name. Knickknacks aren't special. They're just bits and pieces. You know, I want my crisps to be special, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, um, you know, a bad way to live your life. Um, <clears throat> next we have skips. Prawn cocktail. Um, it doesn't really float my boat. Um, 
quite like how melting the mouth they are. I've definitely had some huge binges of skips before, but I think in terms of what am I likely to select out of the list in front of me, and I think that's generally how I went on it, I think skips are fairly low for me. Um, yeah, not so bothered about um, them. And then, making up the rest of the bad tier list, and you're all going to be very disappointed here, it's every kind of monster munch. Um, tropey. Too tropey for my liking. They're just all trying to, you know, again, the texture's all a bit mad. They're kind of a little crunchy. They can, they can be a little rough on the mouth, I think. Um, the flavours are okay. I like the meat one, and then the others I'm not quite so sure on. Um, I think it's pickled onion. Actually, I do like them, but I just don't eat them enough. They'll never be what I want to eat. They they're not really dipping. You know, there's t you know if you dip into any kind of sauce, you're definitely going to end up with um, kind of flakes. For want of a better word, you're going to end up with monster munchy flakes in your dip, and I can't have that because. You might go on and, and use your dip for a different type of crisp or a different sort of scenario altogether. You might want it in a sandwich. And I just don't want soggy Monster Munch in there. I don't want that. So unfortunately for me, Monster Munch have to complete the bad tier. And I know that you're going to be upset, but remember this. You are wrong, and I'm right. Um, okay, so we're going on to the average tier here. So these are just your staples, I would say, your bog-standard these will do you just fine. So I'm going to start with the Doritos Tangy Cheese. I like Doritos. Generally good surface area. Usually some good flavouring um, involved. I just find Tangy Cheese to be the least... Um, the least necessary of all the flavours. Except for the lightly salted ones. Which are a complete waste of time. They're so lightly salted. You need a, you need a lot of salt additional to that. You know, if you're eating crisps, what's the point? We're not trying to be healthy here. Put lots of salt on them. In fact, if I ever own a crisp factory, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a crisp um bag of crisps flavor called heavily salted. That's that's what I'm gonna do. Just to spite Doritos. Anyway, tangy cheese Doritos. They smell like farts. And let's let's you know I think we can all shake on hands on that. Um, they smell like farts. The cheese, no one's eating cheese that tastes like that. It's a bit too American for my liking. So on that basis, they fall into the average tier. And then following up, we have Pringles, ready salted. Don't know what, I don't know how they phrase their ready salted um, flavor. I don't know if they're actually called ready salted or whether that's just a, a Walker's thing. But yeah, Pringles salted. Um one of those if you open up pringles you have to eat them all and i think we all we all know that um but if i'm eating ready salted pringles um it can kind of cut my lips a bit and um become a bit oh me. <sighs> big yawn i'm not even gonna cut it out i don't care um <laughs> pringles ready salted cuts your lips 
becomes a bit too much for your tongue, but you can't stop yourself. So it's pros and cons. They are excellent. They're a great kind of uh, staple for your um, for your for your for your cupboards, but there is that downside, bit of recoil there. Following up, and this is kind of a bit of a shame. Um, quavers, love quavers. Quite frankly, I do love quavers, but there's just not enough to them. You know, it's kind of like cheesy air, and that's great to a certain extent, but you need 14 bags to fill you up, and um, I've definitely eaten 14 bags on the spin, no questions asked, and I just feel like if you have to reach those depths to scratch the itch, there's something wrong there, and maybe it's me, maybe it's not the crisps, but this isn't the Rob Hurst tier list, this is the, um, the crisp tier list. So it's an average crisp on that basis, I apologise. Then we've got prawn cocktail um, ready uh, prawn cocktail walkers. They're not in the bad tier list because of their walkers. So I'm not a great fan of prawn cocktail crisps, if I'm honest with you. It's all a bit kind of... I don't know what the word is. Bit exotic for me, <laughs> you know. There's too much of a flavor sensation there. I just like them. I like these things to be relatively simple. Give me meat. Give me salt. Maybe a cheese and onion slash a sour cream and chive. That's kind of all I'm after. I don't want a prawn cocktail, um, but because it's Walkers, I've got to put respect on it. So it's in the average tier. It's got a good surface area, nice dipping ability, and that can kind of tempo the prawn cocktailiness. Um, lastly, and this will disappoint people, frazzles. Now, frazzles being the kind of the bacon strip things, they are nice, and it's good flavour. But it just doesn't feel right as a crisp. The reason I say that is because they... They have that similar, oh my god, it's a yawn. Oh. They have that similar texture to the chipsticks and kind of to the Monster Munch as well, where they sort of are a bit flaky. And I don't, I like it, but it's also, it's a bit much. There's nothing worse than when you've got a bag of frazzles or a bag of chipsticks. And you've put them in a larger bag. You put them in your rucksack for school. And you've been a bit roughed up. I don't mean bullied, but you've been going about your day. You throw your bag on the floor. Your chipsticks are at the bottom underneath three bags. Books, sorry. Underneath your books for the day. You've got a big, thick history textbook in there. It's crushed the bottom of them. You're talking an incredible amount of flakes. Of just two... They, they are not robust in transit, and I think that is an important thing to consider with your crisps. Frazzles, they're a nice luxury, but I just, on, on the basis that they won't survive the harshness of my life, I'm going to have to overlook them this time. And I've just realised in the good tier, I've put something that's even more flimsy than frazzles so that's kind of a bit of not fair but i think you'll understand anyway having mentioned it let's talk about the good tier we have doritos spicy 
hot one, the chilly heat waves. They're great. Um, perfect with dip, nice bit of heat. Um, even though I've obviously discussed that people who like spicy things, you don't really. But these aren't that spicy. You can eat a whole bag and you'll be fine. There's a bit of kind of satisfying heat there and, you know, a little bit of the masochist in you can be pleased with that. But it's not too bad. So you're fine. Yeah, great surface area, nice flavour covering. Not much more else to add on that. Doritos, chilli heatwave. Um, we've got Pringles, sour cream and chive. Again, is it sour cream and chive? Is it cheese and onion? It is sour cream. Um, I put them over the redded salted pre Pringles because I can't speak. I've just called it redded salted Pring. Uh, I put the sour cream and chive Pringles over the ready salted ones because the flavour's a little, to me, it seems a little more accommodating when you're going to eat them all, which is every time. Um, you still can get your, your lips, you can get kind of your, the corners of your lips, your mouth. Yes, I know the other one. Um, you can get the corner of your mouth quite sore. But, <laughs> what is going on in this podcast? I'm talking about crisps for an hour here. Um, <laughs> the corner of your mouth can be sore, but it's not. it doesn't feel as intense because there's not salt going in it. Um, also, the sour cream and chive, I just think it lends itself really nice to a dip. Garlicky dip. Brilliant. Um, then we have, um, is it... Barbecue beef, that's the one. Barbecue beef hula hoops, really nice. Um, while they aren't a particularly great dipper in terms of your surface area and all that, they are incredibly consistent. And, you know, you put them around your finger. doesn't matter who you are. You put a hula hoop around your finger and you've eaten it off, and it was great fun. Um, and I think purely for that nostalgic memory and the fact that the barbecue um, the barbecue beef flavour is excellent, I just don't think you can have a, any arguments with it being a good tear crisp. You just eat it. The bags are usually nice, usually really good flavour. You put it on your finger and you eat it off. It's nice. And then finally in the good tier, we have Watsits. And... I, I get that these are somewhat flaky. They can, they can be a little um, a little dainty, but um, quite frankly, they're a good tier crisp, and I, I won't have it any other way. They are, they've got a perfect level of cheesiness to them, and that's why they are where they are. They are the elite cheese crisp. Um, you know, you put a what's in your mouth, and you can let it melt, and it's magical. You know, you can really enjoy one single Watsit in your mouth at any one time. So you can make, even though the bags are quite small, you can make a bag of Watsits last for some time, and I think that's important. So as an overall taste experience, Watsits are elite. Um, they are a good tier crisp. They are let down by the size of the bags and the fact that they can break up under, under the pressure of a busy, fast lifestyle such as myself. Um, 
such as my own soul, not myself. I, I am not a fast lifestyle, but I have one. You know, I'm constantly under pressure and throwing my bag around due to the dangerous situations that I always find myself in. Anyway, moving on. And we're really getting to the business end here. I'm in the great tier now. Um, and the great tier as, is as follows. Um, Pom bears. And that's an odd one. That's one that you didn't see coming, I'm sure of that. But pom bears are in the great tier. The reason pom bears are there are because they are, and then this might surprise you, they are the second greatest ready salted crisp in the world. And I think that's important to, to state that it's the ready salted pom bears we're talking about here. They're the second greatest ready salted crisp in the world. They are their texture. I'm going to say it. They've got the best texture in the world as far as crisps go. Um, yeah, the best texture and the and the flavoring is so so tasteful. That's the word. It's tasteful. It's not trying to be, you know, something more than it is. It's a tasteful, ready salted, wonderful textural experience. The slight issue that you have is the surface area just isn't enough for dipping. And also it's incredibly uncool to be eating pom bears at the age of 25. I think, you know, if you pull them out, you do just look, there's something wrong. And, and it's hard to really explain. But there's clearly something wrong there. But pom bears are in the great tier. They're magnificent. And I won't hear a bad word said about them, except for my own bad words. Um, secondly, in the great tier, no great surprises here, I wouldn't think. McCoy's, um, a strong crisp, a rigid crisp. Um, great for dipping, usually magnificent flavour. And, um, and I think there's something to be said about those ones where they're kind of... Um, you know, they're a little see-through and they're kind of more, they sort of, um, they melt a bit because they're all basically oil, somehow fried oil, and there's barely any potato in it, and it's just kind of a beautiful little moment. You usually get one or two in a bag, and it's pretty amazing. Um, and I think that as an additional treat on top of just the standard McCoy's crisp, which is in itself a really high-level crisp, is... Um, you know, truly something to behold. So, yes, um, I just don't think you can really argue with McCoy's. I, they have probably the best flavours um, ish of the traditional flavours. I think they do them the best. And they're a robust crisp. They're the crisp that you take around with you if you know that you're going to have a, a, you know, a busy and rushing day. It's the McCoys that you carry around. They will see you through. A very faithful ally. Also good for dipping. Underrated as well. Not many people get the McCoys out for dipping, but they're very underrated. The, ridge, the ridges, they allow for some excellent take-up of, um, of dips. So don't, um, don't underestimate that. Anyway, 
we, we've reached the promised land here and any 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 real um you know i don't even know if i've mentioned it that deeply on the podcast before but you never know oh that text message right okay um it's odd um we're in the god tier and anyone who really listens i don't know actually yeah sorry i don't know if i've even spoken about this on the podcast but yeah there are two clear winners for me so firstly we have and i'm probably going to cheat here in how i explain it but we have tyrols ready salted kettle chips or the co-op own brand hand cut oven cooked salted chips and crisps basically they are all the same they are the thick cut very well not very but really quite solid crunchy you know big real man's um ready salted kind of walkersy crisp they're just they're like ready salted walkers but on the steroids they usually have an excellent truly excellent surface area perfect for dipping there's a reason why these are the absolute bedrock of all dipping crisps whenever you go and get you're in someone's house or you're wherever if there's crisps with dip it's always going to be tyrols or kettle chips or something like that and there's a reason there's a reason they make it to the bowl and the others don't chip sticks i'm sorry if i enter your home and they're in a bowl for dipping i'm gonna leave um yeah tyrols or the or the co-op own brand or maybe kettle chips it would have to be Tyrrell's or Co-op Own Brand. If given the choice, I go Co-op Own Brand. Um, just because they are, they've got more to prove. Whoever's making the Co-op Own Brand crisps, you know, they're trying to show up the the established brands, and I think uh, you know I respect that hustle, so I would always go Co-op Own Brand. Um, just a just a world class crisp, perfect perfect texture. It's a real traditional crisp that 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 honors its roots. It respects its roots. It knows what it is. It's not trying to be anything greater than it is. It's just getting the basics right, absolutely perfectly. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. So, it's your Tyrrells, it's your co-op own brand, it's your kettle chips. Just get them, please. Um, and then secondly in your god tier and not to be forgotten walker's sensations if you haven't got kettle chips or tyrrells or co-op and brand crisps in your bowl to be dipped in to be shared with friends and or a female companion or a male companion it is 2020 um, or a anything else companion i guess um if you haven't got those crisps in there you have sensations you make sure that you have walker sensations in because if you are feeling a little exotic and you don't just want your ready salted your absolute dream boat 
crisp. I tell you what you do want. You want your Thai sweet chili walker sensations. That's what you want. And it might it might not be what you think you want, but it is what you need. And if you don't need that, you do need the roast chicken and thyme, I think is what it is. Is it roast chicken and thyme? Let me just Google that very quickly. Walkers. Yeah, I can't spell walkers. Sensations. Chicken. Yeah, roasted chicken and thyme. Of course I knew it off the top of my head. Um, yeah, Thai sweet chili, roast chicken and thyme. Back in my prime when I was eating crisps like an absolute fiend, I would, um, I'd finish work on a Friday. I'd buy two bags of crisps. Buy the, uh, I'd buy the roast chicken and thyme and then the Thai sweet chili. And I would buy two uh, Chicago Town deep dish pizzas. I'd bang both of the pizzas in the oven. And then I would go upstairs, take off all my clothes, and I would eat the... I would eat both bags of crisps naked in bed. Um, I don't know why I needed to be naked, but I was always naked. I think it was a... I think it was like shedding the clothes and sort of shedding your week in tandem with it, something like that. Anyway, that's how I used to work it. Um, and I don't mean work it like a like a model works. I mean work it like, you know, a crisp-eating freak does. So, yeah, I used to destroy both bags of crisps and then have a two-deep-dish Chicago Town pieces. And I wonder why I was getting beaten in 5K races by 11-year-old girls. It's a life I had to leave behind, but it's a life I look back on fondly. Um, and quite frankly, they are just the god-tier crisp. Excellent surface area, perfect for dipping, excellent flavour, excellent texture. It's hard for me to imagine how Walker's crisps could be any better than they already are, and then they bring out sensations. It's absolutely sensational. And there we have it. The, the undisputable crisp tier. I don't want to hear your opinions on this, quite frankly. Because, as I say, I'm right, and, and if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Um, but, um, there it is. And I think it's important that it is there, so that it can be duly noted. Um, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to come back. Goodbye. Hello. God, that was crackly. Hello. Was what that sounded like. It was disgusting. In my head, anyway. Um, thanks for listening. Again, it's very kind of you to spend your time listening to me. You might not be spending your time. You might just be, you know, filling your ears with some kind of inane um, bollocks from a from a from a random man. To pass your days while you're sat at your desk. That's fine though. That's honestly fine. Thanks for listening. Um, be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Change your cat's water. Um, make sure to buy the right crisps. Get enough sleep. 
drink some water, go for a run, maybe a walk. Just, just be good. Just be a good person. Have a nice week ahead. Um, do let me know if you have any suggestions or if you, I don't know, if you're lonely, speak to me if you want. Um, I mean, you don't have to, and I, maybe I'd prefer if you don't, but still. The thought's there. You can if you absolutely need to. Um, but yeah, mostly just thanks, and yeah, be nice. Um, I'll speak to you again next time. And I think we might be talking about maths and why it's um, completely and utterly pointless. Goodbye. Thank <music> you.